They told me what you doing. I said what I'm about to do is turn the fuck up. Hey, this is Grizzly Kajik, and you're listening to Dark Match Podcast. This is the hottest sensation in pro wrestling today. Outlandish Zicky Dice. And you're listening to the Dark Match Podcast. This is Jesse Mack, and you're listening to the Dark Match Podcast. I'm way too tired for this shit. Do I have everybody's attention now? Now? It still sucks to do a cheers through the phone. Like a virtual cheers at this point. Well, one, two, and... Oh, that didn't work. It didn't. I, I already started drinking anyway. So. Oh. It's unfortunate. Like, you got my notification the other day. Obviously, with everything that's going on, we had to cancel our party. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I think this is the first year ever I haven't looked forward to WrestleMania. It doesn't even feel like WrestleMania season anymore. I don't think any of us are really looking forward to WrestleMania, let's be honest. No. Well, it's like, it's... It'll be good to have something for, like, two nights just kind of watching, kind of... Hopefully, just have it be mind-numbing shit that we can just kind of not worry about. But man, yeah, it just it does. It does. Yeah, the fact that you're not having the party, like our usual party and all that, it it does suck. Well, like I I put it out there. I was like, look, like it, it, just getting everyone's opinion. Like, what are your thoughts? Do you think we should still have it? And like, not trying to be like personally call anyone out but there was only one person i was really concerned about and that was the person i wanted to get their their viewpoints because of their health their personal health and obviously having a bunch of people over now am i socially distancing yes have i had people over unfortunately yes but they all family well some family some friends but all of which have been in good health so that's what I've been kind of pushing towards. I was like, look, like it's going to be friends, people I talk to. So everyone's in somewhat good health. But the one person that we wanted to be there is not in good health. Well, they are in good health, but any small hiccup could change that. And that's not what they need at this point. So kind of put it to that person like, hey, if they say they're not coming, and that's what, like, my wife and I kind of said, too. Like, hey, if this person's not coming, then we shouldn't do it. And that was the deciding point. So uh, we canceled the party. And more importantly, too, like, they're not even doing a takeover, which really sucks. Like, if they really wanted to make it, like, a night for, like, a two-night spectacle, okay, cool. Now NXT matches will take place at WrestleMania. That would have been cool. You no, it's of, just they're they're doing this for the fact just so WrestleMania is not like eight out. Well, it's going to be eight hours, but it's going to be spread over two nights. Yeah, they said like the runtime for it's going to be like three and a half hours or something like that, both nights, which is fine. Like, I it gives me something which, to do on Saturdays and, and on which Sundays. is which is still and okay. If you're talking three and a half run hour, three and a half hour runtime plus hour pre show, like so you're still talking. Four and a half. That's still nine hours of goddamn programming. I, I still want to see who has the craziest Which, entrance. No one's going to do it. Well, you're not going to have anything. It's it's WrestleMania in an empty arena. They're just going to fucking come out. It's going to be nothing nuts. You know what they mean? Yeah, no one's going to do anything nuts. Let, no. Let's be honest, man. It's it's, it's going to be a glorified house show. It, it really is. The crowd. That's all it's going to yeah. be. Like and, no it's offense, like, yeah, like sucks, but who got the WrestleMania this year? Super Showdown did. Uh, obviously, they got the better end of the stick here. Which have just, they? Have they? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's Super yeah. Showdown. That was the last big spectacle. Well, and I'm not even looking at Elimination Chamber. Elimination Chamber, it sucked. Let's be honest. So it, it yeah. really hasn't been a great build up. Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. But, have, let's, but it's kind of hard to have a huge build, like a great buildup when you don't have a crowd. No, it's very but even so, even some of the, even some of the matches. It's like, man, this is going to be so great, but there's going to be no one to do it in front. Of. Yeah, like I just I just saw the 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 viewership numbers for Raw a couple nights ago, dude. They were deplorable. Yeah, no, everyone's like they, watching. It's like they're just showing previous stuff. We've already watched it. 
You you watch AEW, they're they're doing stuff. They they yeah. have no arena, but they're doing stuff. They're captivating you. Whereas with Monday Night Raw and SmackDown and even NXT, you're you're showing interviews. You're interviewing people. Like how much can you build a match for? No, we want to watch wrestling. That's what, what we want to watch. What one two matches this week? I think they had a couple matches, but like even the, this is what I don't get. So you have uh, the Street Profits and Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins, and then you throw in Angel Garza. Well, apparently um, Andrade is hurt, so now you got to throw someone into the mix. Okay, there's tons of phenomenal talent on Monday Night Raw that just need the push. But what do you do? You go get Austin Theory to get yep. to get someone from NXT. Instead of using the talent you already have on that show, you're going elsewhere to where it literally makes no sense now. It doesn't. So am I am I excited for WrestleMania? No. Want to know what I'm excited for? Our interview today. Someone that has been requested numerous times. He is a huge talent of the Great North. And we just decided, you know what? Let me send you a message. I know one of our listeners, fellow listeners from day one, reached out to me and was like, you need to have this kid on here. So I reached out to him. We made it happen, and we're happy to make those things come true. So let's get right into our interview right now. So needless to say, this is an interview that a lot of people have been waiting on. I I can't tell you. I I can't remember the last time. Now, we get a lot of messages. When we uh, we put out on Facebook, on on Instagram, on Twitter, we we ask people, hey, who do you guys want to hear on the show? I can't tell you the last time I've had so many responses for the same person. And it it got me intrigued because personally, about three to four months ago, I, I was not truly and i i plead in i plead stupidity i was not a hundred percent familiar with this individual i wasn't unfortunately being in cleveland ohio this individual is typically in the in in the, in the the great north so i i don't have an opportunity to truly go up there and see in person but i was truly intrigued by how many people were like you need to have this person on you need to have and it was the same name over and over again i'm like are people like, am I reading the same message over and over again? And it's different people. I've literally gotten at least 12 to 13 individuals and listeners that have brought up this name. I don't know if it's family members that he's, like, coerced into, like, you need to you need to tell them that they need me on. I don't know. It, it would be a good flex if it was. I'm not going to lie. It would be a great flex if he was like, were. it's like, hey, you need to follow them, and then you need to give them my name. If it did, it worked, so... On the line with us, we have the young bull, Junior Benito, on the line by popular demand. How are you doing here tonight? I'm doing great, man. How are you guys doing? We we can't complain. Fantastic. It looks like you need a refill, my friend. <laughs> I'll be good. Uh, yeah, they're pretty strong, man. They're, they're a creeper. I'll so. be good. A lot of questions. A lot of people interested to hear from you. So first and foremost, tell us a little bit about yourself. Where are you from? Oh, well, all right. So as you know, my name is Junior Benito, and I'm from the Great North, as you said. I am from Ottawa, Ontario. So that is the capital of Canada. I weigh 160 pounds, so I'm still growing. Hopefully I get bigger in the future. We'll see how that goes. But yeah, that's that's the quick brief on who I am. Coming from two individuals that have no problem with gaining weight, um, if you do need... <laughs> 
a little bit of uh, we, we a little bit gladly of share we will <laughs> gladly uh, donate we, we're not going to share ideas we'll <laughs> gladly donate uh, if you're looking to put on some weight or, or gain some muscle we have none but if you do need fillers to make it look like you do have some we have plenty to donate I shouldn't say plenty we just have uh, some that we're willing to part ways with so yeah, absolutely. yeah man. it'd be uh, awesome yeah. <laughs> I can't rem- I, I think the last time I weighed 160 pounds was uh high school. No, I wasn't even in high school. I think it was. Uh, That's true. I think I, I think my grade? freshman year going, seventh grade. I eighth think grade? my freshman year physical for baseball. I think it was a buck eighty already. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. I I can't. I'm gonna have to look back to see exactly when I weighed 160 pounds. But obviously, you're, you're in the Great North, and you haven't really been doing this for too long. Uh, you are deemed as a rising star in the Great North. Uh, a lot of individuals have even said, "Look, he hasn't been a, around for too long," but. He is. You are having fantastic matches with big name stars each and every uh, weekend. You're you're getting thrown into the mix with big names all across Canada, and you really haven't been doing it too long. How long have you truly been on this wrestling journey? Uh, my wrestling journey started actually in May of 2018, I believe. So yeah, that was when I started training, and then my first match was actually in November. So a little bit after that, then. After that, I took a like after the first match in November, I took a little break, then had my second match in February, and that's when it all really kind of started. I started wrestling a lot more often, at least once a month, and then it started becoming twice a month, and three times a month, and four times. Then, then I started getting a little bit better. So thankfully, that that happened. So you you say that it kind of just went from like one to two to three to four, and now I, I see it almost every single weekend in different promotions all across the the Great North where. You are absolutely nonstop. So what was kind of that aha moment? Because you said after your first match, it was like, you know what, I'm going to take a little bit of a break. What what happened during that first match? Was it just, you know what, I'm, I am I couldn't get booked? Or was it just, you know what, I need a break? Because it wasn't really what I expected. Yeah, uh, actually, it was actually pretty much the case where I couldn't really get booked because with the school that I was, that I was training in, the connections aren't really that, that diverse. So I... I was mainly based with their promotion, so they only have like two shows a year. And then wow. I ended up getting getting with another wrestling school in February called The Keep. And the them they wrestle, they have shows very often. They have a lot of connections, so that's when I started getting a lot of opportunities wrestling in a bunch of different promotions. So that's when I started get started rolling. Well, in making that transition, did they make you start from the bottom again and kind of go through their school before they were willing to put you on bookings? Yeah, a little bit, because all they really knew is that I, I, I went through the basic training, so, that then they, so they knew they didn't have to teach me anything too basic, so they, just, they taught me on how to just work in general, get a little bit better on the more of the understanding part, and then it all started. It was pretty cool. Where did this wrestling kind of, in your real life, kind of start as, from a viewer standpoint, do you remember a time where you weren't a wrestling fan, or did you get into it later in life? Yeah, I honestly, um, I, I grew up in a family with a lot of brothers and sisters. And with that, we watched a lot of wrestling because we were very um, high, high energy. A lot of we, we were always bored. So we always had some we always wanted to watch something entertaining to catch our, 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 our to get our boredom off, you know. So just we had wrestling to, to to keep us entertained. And with that, I was a big dreamer as a kid. So I really wanted to be what I want to do what they were doing as as for as far as I can remember, I was like four years old. I wanted to be just like John Cena, Eddie Guerrero, and all those guys. And as I got older, I got a lot of support from my siblings, and thankfully, I got to achieve that dream very, very early. Was your go-to always, and still to this day, your inspiration being John Cena and Eddie Guerrero, or have you kind of gravitated towards other superstars? Oh yeah, uh, as a kid, of course, it was um, mainly John Cena. That was my guy, but he still is one of uh, a guy that I look up to when it comes to work ethic and. To never really give up on to, on to what you on what you believe in, and to really always always work hard. But also, as I got older, I started getting into more um, more wrestling companies around the world, like New Japan. Like I became a super big fan of theirs when I was like around like ten, eleven. Like with uh, Shinsuke, Kazuchika Okada, and everyone them them they there was it was a completely different world of wrestling that really caught my eye. So super cool. Well, I'll be honest, uh, the uh, TL, the Triangle TLC match at WrestleMania and SummerSlam were the matches that got me into wrestling when I was like 3 years old. I just couldn't stop watching it after that. Yeah, like I had I, I had always been a wrestling fan, but I wasn't like a, a religious. Like when I came into the fold, um I was a big Stone Cold fan. 
Um, and I was lucky enough at the age of, I think I was like 11 or uh, like 10 or 11 at least. Um, let's see, 99, I would have been, actually, I would have been 12. Um, 11, 12, yeah. Yeah, 11, 12 years old. I um, went to No Mercy it, with the tag team ladder match. And that literally just, after seeing that in person, like, I didn't know what I was watching. After the match was over, I'm standing up. I'm giving, like, with everyone else in the arena, I'm giving, like, a standing ovation. I was like, I don't know what I just watched, but I know that that was, I just witnessed something because that was absolutely insane. So that was kind of like my aha moment and kind of just had me sucked in for the rest of time. Now, with your brothers and sisters, how many total do you have? Uh, Siblings, I have, uh, in my immediate family, I have, four bro- three brothers and two sisters so we're six kids in total wow yeah so, it's, a, it's a big bunch <laughs> <laughs> i thought i had a lot of kids and he grew up with six i, I have yeah. four and i yep. god god bless your parents that's all i can <laughs> say yeah so uh, and also my father my, my father has a lot of kids on his own so that's something that's something special <laughs> so even more like step siblings i guess yeah, half siblings. So in total, there's fourteen. Wow, dear lord. Yeah, yeah. You're like the yeah. Von Trapp family, I guess. Yeah, and there's a lot of big dreamers as well. I have one that wants to be a musician, one that wants to be a boxer. So it's it's a cool line to be in, you know. <laughs> so there, there's always that inter competition. Like there's your competition in the ring, and people that are vying for the same dream that you have. Everybody wants to be a champion, but then in your household, it's like sitting at the dinner table like what are you doing it's like you have that inner competition as well like dude i gotta top my brother like he's starting to make it in the music industry so i gotta step my game up yeah that's exactly what it is yeah it's really a competitive yeah it it, it needs to be you kind of need that inner yeah now you always want to be better than the person that's across the ring from you 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 both want to succeed but when you have that in the household like you kind of want that uh notoriety with the family and where when you sit down at the dinner table, more people are intrigued to hear your stories and your tales and trials and tribulations and your siblings. Yeah. I grew up in a family of just myself and my sister, and then we adopted two, but my older brother moved to Hawaii, so he was always the one that everyone wanted to ask questions about and how life was. And then my sisters were really big into medical, so I was like, hey, um, I'm not getting into the medical field, so I'm going to be that weird one that goes into finance and numbers and you can reach out to me to do your taxes in the future. So, <laughs> but what other things did you kind of gravitate towards as a kid? Because obviously, other you, you said that you wanted some things that kind of caught your attention. Yeah, wrestling yeah. was great, but what were some of your other go tos? Oh yeah, other than wrestling, um, uh, one thing that I, I really didn't understand until I was in a uh, until I grew into into my own was uh, how much uh, comedy really meant to me, like movies, like. Mainly guys like Jim Carrey, all of his work. I remember just watching as a kid. I remember I realized my mom made me watch all of his movies because she called me, she called me a silly guy just like him. She had me watch all his movies and I just loved his stuff from from a, from a young age, from The Mask to Liar Liar and everything in between. And I wanted to be just like him and all that. So it was pretty cool. I loved comedy and then stand up comedy came about when I was uh, older. And uh, sports, I never really liked that many sports as a kid. It was mainly just wrestling. And watching movies and uh, anime as well. Anime is a uh, good stuff. <laughs> so when it comes to the Jim Carrey movies, then what? What? What's your favorite? Uh, favorite Jim Carrey movie. Uh, when I grew into an adult, I realized the uh, how cool the movie. Um, I'm thinking of the title. What was the name? Uh, man, I forgot the name of the movie. But it's like, dude, come on. All right, I'm trying to search it up. All right, describe but it. I'll, all right, describe. It. I'm trying to think about it. It's something it's oh, okay the one where he's like he he's god like it's, oh bruce almighty oh, bruce almighty yeah bruce almighty that was a good one because like it's where you saw his serious side but at the same time he knew how to implement his like comedic timing and everything so it was really enjoyable of a movie i've always been a huge jim gary fan but i'm also a huge stand-up fan as well and that, that's yeah. a, that's a huge community up in canada as well obviously you guys have the just for laughs festival that's up there so yeah Stand-up comedy is huge in Canada. Who are some of your comedians? Um, comedians, I have a lot, but they're all they're, they're none of them are Canadian. I'll be honest. It's um, <laughs> it, it's uh, mainly guys like uh, Jim Carrey's one of them. There's uh, Gabriel Iglesias. He's awesome. Fluffy. And, uh, yeah, Fluffy. He's just amazing. Then you have guys like Kevin Hart, uh, Eddie Murphy, all the old guys like um, 
uh, who else? Uh, Chris Rock. Uh, and then you got, I'm trying to think, I forgot his name. Man, that guy from Rush Hour. I keep forgetting Oh, Chris his name. Tucker. Yeah, Chris Tucker as well. He, those guys are just the best. I love their work. Yeah, like I, I, I kind of venture around with, with stand-up comedy. We have a very, uh, very famous uh, comedy store. Uh, near our hometown uh, known as Pickwick and Frolic and all these big name stars come through there and I've been to tons of comedy shows um, I've actually seen Gabriel Iglesias live um, oh man <laughs> one individual that I actually saw luckily it was right before he passed away and it was really unfortunate because even watching him on stage like I was even looking at my wife I'm like he does not look good Ralphie May <laughs> wow yes exactly so saw so Ralphie May um, wasn't wasn't too impressed, um, which was really unfortunate because I was always a huge fan of his work. But um, you could tell he wasn't doing well because after like every joke, he'd have the the crowd in the palm of his hand, and then literally like forty five seconds would go by and he wouldn't say anything. It was like he was trying to catch his breath, and um. and he's standing still. So and he he'd always been a bigger guy too. Oh, so. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I'm lucky enough to where I was able to see him before he passed away. Uh, I'm a huge uh, John Mulaney fan as well. Uh, he just gra- gained a whole lot of notoriety for that Netflix series um, Big Mouth. Oh, so, yeah, I forgot that was his. Yeah, it, it's him and, uh, and Nick Kroll is another one, one of my oh, go-tos. Yeah. I love Nick Kroll. I think he's very undervalued Ruxin. with his... Ruxin. Ruxin, exactly. So, yeah. Uh, the guy that plays Ra- uh, Rafi is actually hilarious. Oh, Jason Mansukas. Yes, thank you. I could never think of his name. Dude, he's on Brooklyn Nine Nine now. He he has what? a re- he has a recurring character. Oh my god! It's I, like one or two episodes a season. Is he? I do have to. Ask, is he a detective or is he someone that continuously gets arrested? No, he's a detective. Oh, it'd be so much funnier if he was a person that continuously gets arrested, though. So, comedy big in in your life as well. So. Going yeah. into wrestling, obviously, you went to one school. They only ran one to two shows a year. What was that experience like when you first decided to get into the wrestling world? Uh, did you go into it thinking that it was exactly what it was going to be, or was it a lot more difficult when you first started that journey? Yeah, it was It was very different, because. but I also had the opportunity to volunteer at wrestling shows before I started training when I was around 14 or, or 15. So I, I got the idea and the, and the general atmosphere on how, how the wrestling world is, like the sort of the dark side of it as well. Like it's not all glitz and glamour. There's a lot of hard work and it's it's grimy type of thing in the backstage type, in the backstage environment. So I, I thankfully got to experience that before I started to train so that when I did start training, I got I was a little bit used to it. So I'm pretty thankful for that. So and a lot of people don't understand that. Like if you really want to get in there, like you're going to have to set up. You're going to have to tear down. You're really going to yeah. have to make your face known because that's that's how you're really going to get your name anywhere you're not just going to get thrown into the realm and then hey you have a title match next week like no you you really have to work from the bottom up and be willing to be that person that's gonna show up for nothing but a hot dog and a handshake for a while it's very true yeah i thankfully got to do that pretty early in my career so I'm, i'm very very glad i did that well at 14 and 15 years old like most kids are at home like playing video games or online or and like whatever it may be insert any of your uh, of your qualms here but here you are you're like look i know i want to do this so might as well get a head start on it so you're 14 15 years old working wrestling shows what age did you start training if you don't mind me asking if you're comfortable oh, giving that answer yeah i don't mind at all uh, i so like the the wrestling show volunteering setting up the ring that was at 14 15 but i started training like actually when i was 16 years of age so you're yeah. only about like 18, yeah, 19 I'm years 18 old. right now. Yeah, 18 years old. Oh, uh, 18 actually. Wow. Yeah. So you can't even enjoy a drink, e- even in Canada. You can't even enjoy a drink after a show yet. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, thanks. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but thankfully, um, uh, when I was younger, one of my favorite wrestlers was CM Punk, and you know his moniker was the whole straight edge thing. So that that's something that i grew into my adult life so i i thankfully don't really drink or smoke or do any of that stuff so that's smart so i actually yeah. just uh I, I am officially today it has been two months smoke free 
Thank you. Oh, man. That's awesome, man. Thank you. That's great. Gotta start somewhere, man. You, you do. So, and I was, uh, for the longest time, I was a, uh, I was at least a pack a day for the longest time. As far as I think you can remember me, I, I was always a big smoker. Just a boot? Just a boot. Yeah. About oh. a pack a day. Um, and there was a time nearing the end of my my smoking, I was going through like a pack and a half a day. Um, and I kind of contribute, like that's why my voice kind of sounds like this. And I've noticed like ever since I've quit, like my voice has actually gotten higher pitched. Like I'm not like down here anymore. Like my voice is relatively higher. I can breathe better. I don't wake up in the middle of the night. Breathing's hacking. good. Breathing is great. And I can. <laughs> I haven't tried running yet. And I don't want to. Don't. It's, no, it's, it's, it doesn't it's sound overrated. fun. It doesn't sound fun at all. So uh, I am two months smoke free. When this uh, when this comes out, I'll probably be three months at that point. I'm not going back to it. One thing that actually surprised me, and why has no one ever told me this? When I'm like at work and someone comes in and like you can tell they like just finished smoking. It is literally the most revolting smell I've ever smelled in my entire life. Like, I want to gag. I'm like, do you think, like, you smell good? Why do you think we yelled at you every time we went somewhere and you had to stop and get a, have a smoke? Yes. Uh, I agree now. Like, yes, I'm 100%. And it just wastes time. It does. It, it's a huge time waster. I've, I'm saving so much money now. It, it's actually yeah. disgusting how much I was actually shelling out every single week. So I, I applaud you for not starting this disgusting habit that I'm finally getting out of. So... Kudos to you with not getting into the allure of smoking. It's not good. Nope. So, so continue that. Don't don't get suckered into peer pressure. It's no fun, nope. and uh, it's sleeping is not fun either. I can tell you from experience now. Now cigars. <laughs> now cigars are a different story. No, I'm kidding. No, we we enjoy, we enjoy a cigar probably once every like six months and. It's only on special occasions. So that's the yeah. only time we really do that. Now, in, in today's day and age, obviously, you're you're 18 years old. You've been doing this now consecutively, I guess you could say, for the better part of a year now. And yeah. you really have, if anyone hasn't checked him out, head on over to YouTube. Go to his social media platforms. You can see all the opponents that he's had so far. What were some of the challenges that you found when you went from just getting one booking a month to now you have so many bookings and, and five different types, uh, five bookings a month and numerous, like some names uh, of some individuals that I definitely think think you need a shout out for. There was one individual that came out and when he was asking like who should be next, no one even mentioned the name and he's like, I feel like Junior Benito needs a round two. Josh Alexander. Literally called him out saying, I think he needs a round two. You listen to the crowd during this match, and I kid you not. I, 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 if it was one-sided, that is an understatement. Every single time that Junior hits Josh Alexander, the crowd erupts. And any time that he's down, they're literally booing Alexander out of the fucking room. It is fantastic. <laughs> So what were some of the challenges that you experienced kind of making this transition into booking after booking? What what kind of advice can you give or um, what did you kind of learn over time that you have now gotten solid bookings overall that you can kind of pass on to people that are trying to go down the same path as you are? Oh, man. All I got to say is that uh, the, to, to not – lose your cool that's one thing as well because that that'll just take you over and it'll lead to you doing some, some bad stuff that could that could have you do that could have you have a bad reputation with some other people so i thankfully haven't done that so i'm really glad with that but um when it comes to tips and tricks when it comes to handling those types of situations just stay calm and stay confident in who you're working with because they are professionals they know what they're doing so at the end of the day their job isn't to make the match bad. That's gonna that's gonna eventually discredit them. So their job is to make help you have a good match with them, type of thing. So that's one thing that I, I didn't know that I I should have earlier. So that's that's something I gotta remember all the time. So just to keep me calm. And other than that, I can't really name other other really 
other tips and stuff because it's, it's mainly just a, a gut feeling. It's, it's weird. Kind of my takeaway from your from your philosophy is, and I'm going to paraphrase here, shut up and listen. Yeah, very true. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much it. Yeah, wh- whether they, they've been in the industry for a month or they've been in the industry their entire lives, like everyone has a, a small little thing that they can truly provide to you if you're eyes open and head down. Yeah, because it's so easy to just get to – because one thing that the business does is they have to move on. Like the show must go on. So they will not hesitate to replace you in any situation. So that's why always keep your ears open, eyes open, mouth closed. That's how I go. So, <laughs> And that's a good philosophy to have because – uh, there's people that are in wrestling school right now literally being trained to replace you. So you, yeah. you need to separate yourself. And if you're not in, I think a great uh, piece of advice is be coachable as well. So Yeah, always. Hey, always. <laughs> so Now, other than wrestling, what are some of your other interests and your go-tos to kind of get away from the wrestling world if you need to shut your brain off? Oh man, uh, well, like uh, as all people nowadays, Netflix just watching movies and stuff. But uh, and uh, other than that, I'm really trying to get into to to producing music and just getting into video editing and just because uh, as a kid, one thing I wanted to do because I knew I couldn't become a wrestler too early, so I wanted to do everything around the realm of wrestling. So it's like when it comes to video editing, I know that makes promos and stuff, so I wanted to get into that. When it comes to making theme songs, I wanted to get into music music production for all that. So at the end of the day, it all comes back to wrestling. But when it comes to pastimes, I just try to do the things like, like music producing and video editing and small stuff like that just so I could get better at that realm. Well, that's what, what kind of uh, software do you use for that? Uh, right now, because ch- like, I'm very new at that, I'll be honest. So I, I have a Mac. I use uh, Logic Pro for, for the music thanks Ooh, to my brother and i have nice iMovie and stuff like that yeah i'm in production so i'm i'm the one that's kind of a little bit more intrigued by this conversation other people are probably like i have no idea what they're talking about but <laughs> no, I, i've used logic quite some quite a bit to uh for for music editing and and different things for the my side business i guess you could say my side hustle which is uh I work for a production company, so we do like lighting, sound, audio, visual for multiple different events, whether it be corporate events or weddings. Or I'm boring everyone with my with my conversation now. <laughs> well, well, I'm pretty I'm pretty interested in this conversation. <laughs> yeah. And like, it's his podcast, so yeah, like so keep I, talking. He's interested. Well, like I, I've done <laughs> I've done light shows. I, I do light editing, so. Um, what we'll do is uh, for some events that have happened in the Cleveland area, we actually are our team actually assisted with the please don't hold this against me. But we did all the lighting, sound and audio for the Republican National Convention. <laughs> I know. I know. Sorry. So yeah, that, was, that was a huge contract. I actually there was um, one show that I was working on. We were told that there was going to be about 800 to 900 people in attendance for this. It was an after party. Um at one of the local establishments literally they they shelled out about at least seventeen thousand dollars in lighting for this show and it was it was staging everything i kid you not 12 people showed up that was it it was like after the after the convention like nobody wanted to go out they spent like fourteen thousand dollars like we spent countless hours in edits and in design just getting everything right for the entire so we just spent the entire time like all and it was it was literally like a five hour show we're like we have 12 people here you know what let's practice like we could literally just put it on autopilot right now but where else are we going to get paid this much money to practice so like we did like hey you get a half an hour 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 like See what you can do. You know what the songs are. Try and just design as we go. Yes, it was an absolute cluster because we just kept on trying to get everyone to kind of uh, like skip and step and things like that. So it was a whole lot of fun. But So Netflix, what are some of your go-tos with Netflix? Are, are you more of a documentary guy or are you more of a like same movies every single time like uh, kind of person? Oh, uh, it's it's mainly a little bit of both. Like when it comes to, uh, I watch mainly shows like sitcoms, uh, just to keep the the positivity going. So it's like uh, 
Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Family Guy, uh, Fuller House, and all those, and The Office as well. And then uh, when it comes to documentaries, I watch documentaries about comedians, like the Kevin Hart uh, documentary and uh, Jim Jim and Andy, like all the Jim Carrey stuff. And uh, yeah, that's that's about it. <laughs> you guys have a completely different Netflix from us. Like I'm actually like, yeah, yeah, it's like, true. Um, Canada and uh, it's Canada, U.S. and Asia. I think have different like Netflix. It's pretty cool. Like. Even different contracts. Yeah. Like yeah, some of yeah. your shows are still available, like, and then, like, some of the movies are taken off here, but they're still available in Canada. Like, yeah, it's pretty complicated. This. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're, you're in, like, U.S., and then you log on to Netflix. It's not available. Like, you only have U.S., and then your go-to shows aren't available anymore. Yeah. So. Yeah. Now, I'm going to put you on the spot. We're, we're kind of all over the place here, but here's an opportunity for you to, unfortunately... Put yourself into a position where you're not going to get any birthday invites or shout outs moving <laughs> forward. Now, the wrestling world up in Canada, very cutthroat. There's a lot of great talent up in Canada, one in which, like we had mentioned, Josh Alexander doing some great things on Impact Wrestling. Another great yeah. one that came out of Canada that many people don't even know about. Even when he came on the scene in AEW, everyone's like, who is this guy? That being Evil Uno. So what are some individuals for yourself that you've either worked with or have been in the locker room with that you feel need a little bit more notoriety, a little bit more shout-outs, and people really need to follow along? Here's your opportunity to put them on blast right now and get people to follow them and get their name out there a little bit more. Who are some names of some individuals that you feel need a little bit more press behind their name? Oh, man. Uh Man, I love the way you came up with that question, though, because, like, there's so many people, great wrestlers from Canada, like, as you said, the Evil Uno, uh, Josh, Stu Grayson as well, like, the Dark Order in general. But um, when it comes to the, the shout-outs, uh, it's it's hard, man, because, like, there's so many of them. Like, I, it's, it's very hard of a question, but uh, I'll just go with some people that I, uh, shit off the bat, there's guys like, um, like uh, McCray Martin. I really think he's going to be something really huge in this business in the, in the near future. So uh, he's uh, there's the hot stepper. That's his, that's his name. He's the hot stepper McCray Martin in the business right now. He's really doing his mark. And uh, also a guy um, that has, a, he has a lot to prove because no one really gives him the recognition he deserves. God, like his name is Thomas LeDuc. He, uh, he's one of the roughest workers ever worked in the ring, but he's, he's, a, he's like a, a rough a uh, piece of coal waiting to become the diamond. You know, it's pretty cool. Uh, other than that, there's talented guys with this character, and but incredibly experienced in the ring. His name is Lil Blay, one of the guys from the Maritimes. He's very, very good. Uh, man, I don't know who else to... I honestly don't know who else to go to talk about, honestly. <laughs> so some people are probably going to reach out to you after they listen to this and be like, really? Like, I, I threw you a bone. You couldn't even throw me a shout-out on a podcast, so I apologize for putting you on the spot. But Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be a bunch of people, <laughs> but it's all good. Well, if you said, like, you couldn't even put anyone out there, I could ask that question and phrase it 15 different ways, so I was really going to put you on the spot regardless until we got a name <laughs> or two. So I, I unfortunately kind of set you up for failure there. But we appreciate you coming on and, and taking time out of your evening. I know, like I mentioned, I, I can't mention it enough. You were very high-demand. So I hope uh, this, this fulfilled everyone's expectations, wanting to know more. But if you do want to know more, once again, you can find him all across social media on all of his handles. They're listed on all of our promo pictures and on all of our posts across Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. So you can find him all across there. You can also find him on YouTube. Just search Junior Benito. There's even some individuals that you'd be surprised who he's squared off in the ring. Only being in the industry the amount of time that he's mentioned, there are some huge names and some fantastic matches. I've already given you one that you definitely want to go check out. And just to hear the crowd's response overall, you can already tell that he's absolutely a fan favorite. So go find him right now. Junior, we appreciate you coming on, and we wish you nothing but the best moving forward into 2020. Thank you so much, man. It was, truly was an honor to be on your show, man. So even after an interview like that, I'm still not excited for for this weekend. Still. Sh Shannon, your thoughts. Shannon, come on. I'm Talk. disappointed. Okay. I am not disappointed that I don't have to make a bunch of food for everybody. Well, you still have to make food for me. Yeah, so it's might as well people should just be here because I make enough food to feed an army. 
you, you <laughs> I, I know this is your first uh, real, real podcast experience because uh, you are well equipped now. You you have your headphones, you have your microphone, and yet you're you're still not talking directly into the microphone. You know, because I feel like I'm going to be too loud. Like where you know people they make that boom noise into the microphone. And just like, just watch your peas. Just watch your peas. That's pa, all you have to do. Pa, pow, pow. Heavy, heavy. Oh yeah, she doesn't listen to the podcast where I get no, like, she really, really into where I get really into it. And it's like I'm full blown yelling into the microphone, which I kind of am. He yeah. did make me listen to the segment from Ace Ventura though the other day. <laughs> she, she says she listens to the episode. She literally listened to like a thirty five second segment, like from our episode last week. What What do you mean? Our, she just listened to she our listened Instagram to what story. We post, yeah, <laughs> she listened to what we posted on Instagram. That's it. And she's like, "Oh, I listen to your show all the time." It's like you watch our fucking Instagram story. That's not listening. No, in to theory, her. in theory, she does because we do normally record in your face. But she hears one <laughs> side of it. I listen to you talk all day, Patrick. I don't need to listen to you talk. Well, to you, other people, you you can talk right now because you're starting to sound like yeah. You're you're like the Jenny of our of our of our podcast. I did not have AIDS. Oh, <laughs> it was it was hepatitis. Let's get it right. Yeah, she had hepatitis. She did not have AIDS. Hepatitis. But, no. She yes. Had hepatitis from a needle that turned to AIDS. Prove it. You really want to get into the Forrest Gump talk? Because let, let's face it, we have no wrestling to talk about. They took, uh, they literally took away NXT Takeover. This weekend, we have two nights of WrestleMania, and who knows what night is going to have what. And they're probably yeah, not going to release yet. the card and say, oh, well, you want to make sure that you watch on Saturday because uh, we're going to have this fight, and then on Sunday we're going to have this. No, you're going to have the people that are just going to tune in, like, oh, like we're going to wait until the end, and then like maybe the main event of like Saturday, they're going to be like, oh, I was hoping it was going to be this match. Like You literally have no idea what it's going to be. And now, why are you taking off the headphones here? Like seriously, Bump. she's walking away already. She's she's bumped Bump. on the podcast. Come on, yeah, she, yes, you are. Yes, you are. What do you What do you need to do? I'm thirsty. You're thirsty. You can just go podcast amateur here. You always make sure before record is hit that you have a, a refill. Well, you kind of trapped me in this situation. Yes, I pushed Patrick. record when you sat down. And <laughs> you had to talk to Dave. Just like that marriage. No, 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 no. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. It, it it is yeah it was all his, his yeah. fault it, it was all a dream yeah no like you, you can't say that it was a trap you had every opportunity to say no no it was she trapped certain things inside which you're gross demon, <laughs> demon children all four of them at once yeah no god what the f- what did I get myself into? I was like, oh, man, we're going to have Shannon on tonight. This is going to be fun. Let's push record. And already I'm like, what the fuck was Strap I thinking? Strap in, motherfuckers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Strap in, folks. <laughs> Guess what, motherfucker? <laughs> Joe Exotic style. <laughs> Dave I am Stone. broke oh as shit. I am broke as shit. I've had kinky sex. <laughs> like, Dave, you really need to watch this. You show. do. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what does he say? Like, <laughs> I will not change the way I dress. I refuse to wear a suit. I'm broke as shit. I've had kinky sex, oh, and I've sense. tried drugs. <laughs> like, and I need your vote for governor of Oklahoma. He'd have my vote. I'd be included in that 19% that voted for him. That's what I'm going to say. Go refill your drink already. Go. Go. Walk away. Would you like a sip of mine since I come prepared? Would you like one? Okay. Would you like it? Are you sure? Are you sure? Anyway, well, that's gonna do it for uh, this week's episode. We're not gonna, <laughs> we're, we're not gonna torture you too much. You don't, you don't even want to get into. You don't even want to get into WrestleMania. No, stuff. no. Uh, my question, though, last question before we before we end this week. That's not gonna do it for this week. But are they still doing Hall of Fame? Has that been announced? Um, or they tabling has, it? Rumor has it they were gonna potentially push it to like. SummerSlam. I think that'd be the smart choice to do. No, I think no, I think that was. I read that somewhere that um, pretty much this is the only thing going on this weekend. Um, 
Well, it'd be that stupid to so like have the the um, client like the the list of individuals that they have, and have an empty room like for them to be honored for like their 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 wrestling career. Like you have, what are some of the names that we have? Jesus, you have the Bella Twins first and foremost. You have the NWO. You have Batista. Uh, you have JBL. Who else is there? Oh, oh, Bella. Did you say Bella Twins? Yeah, you have Thunder Liger. <laughs> yeah, Thunder Liger. Yeah. It made you think of Tiger. Are you fucking kidding me? She's worse than I am. It, you, she's worse than I am. Like, if anyone's to blame for my obsession with Tiger, like, she finds like all these memes for Tiger King. No. Dude, they're no. not hard to find. I know. They're all over the place. My God. She has a new one. She's great. She hasn't even refilled her drink yet. They she had to come back. Do y- you do need to move the microphone closer to your face. Jeez. You podcast a- like amateur. They are gold, right? Is that what you yes, said? Yes. 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 I yes. find the best ones. You find the ones that I've shown you. But you're too scared to post on no. social media. Yeah, well, yeah. Some of them are like I don't. I, like I have clients that follow me. Like I need to be very cautious what I post on my personal page. Motherfucker spitting. <laughs> that one's good. <laughs> I, that was one of my favorite ones. You immediately after I sent that to you, you post on social media. Get out your phone. Turn on the fucking Bluetooth speaker and start blasting roses by outcast. By outcast. Like you were just so. Yeah, you were just so inspired by it. All right, you can go make your drink now. But if they are going to push it to to SummerSlam, like I, I'm kind of like, are they going to redo like Access and just call it SummerSlam Access? And- I, do, I don't. I don't see them doing it. Honestly, I don't see them doing Access. I think. I think all they're going to do is you're going to you're going to have a takeover that weekend, like you probably normally would. But then you're. But then. Um, Actually, I don't. Maybe you don't do a takeover that weekend. I don't know. That's because know. wasn't like, it, because that was the one thing they never actually came out and said. Because wasn't it rumored that they were going to do SmackDown Thursday, Hall of Fame Friday? Or was going to be Hall of Fame Thursday, SmackDown Hall of Fame, Friday. Hall of Fame was supposed to be Thursday. Then okay. SmackDown was supposed to be Friday, and then Saturday was supposed to be Takeover, and then Sunday was supposed to be WrestleMania. That's that's well, how maybe, it's supposed well. Then maybe they do that. Maybe that's what they do with SummerSlam. Who knows? At, at the, it, right now, like I have no idea. Like my question is, have nobody knows anything? Well, have people been refunded for WrestleMania? Oh, uh, they were supposed to be. Yes. Uh, well, I, I'm still waiting for my money back from that event that we purchased. That, like, I think a lot of people have found that, um, <laughs> like that. I, I don't want to call it a loophole, but they're saying that it's postponed. So they're still providing well, because, the show. Well, yeah, that's what a day. lot of this is. It's well, cards. They're going to give change. you. They're going to. Well, they're going to give you the opportunity. Like once everything is lifted, they're going to probably try to get that show in here, and then they're going to, you know, push stuff up, and then, you know. I don't know. I just I want to yeah. know when wrestling is going to start back up. I mean, they they pretty much announced. I want to know when everything is going to fucking start back up. It can stay the way that it is. I, I wanna... I'm loving this new schedule that I have at work. Like I barely work. Let, let's face it, been out for the last two weeks. Dude, so I really I'm, work. dude, I'm I am not meant to work from home. Like I want this shit to go so I can get my ass back into work. Like I cannot. I'm too distracted here. Oh, you're too distracted here. Try working from home with four kids. Well, that's your own goddamn home. It's not my own goddamn. Until <laughs> you got your own kids, that's all I'm gonna say. Jesus. Yeah, but I'm not gonna be able to have Stop some. I'm probably not gonna. Maybe you should move closer to the mic once again. Cat, are you sure you even have the mic, second, the other microphone turned up? Because that's I gave her mine. Like a, I don't. I gave her the one that I I was using. I'm sorry. No, she's she's literally like five feet away from it, Sweet like talking. You need to be like two feet away from it. No, not even. Like it needs to be as close as possible, like to actually hear. And here she is, like she puts her headphones on the the mic stand. Like, what is wrong with you? You you've never done this before. You're fine. You don't do that. 
Oh, look at the sad face. She's going to cry. Are you going to cry? Cry, little fucking baby. Oh, my God. This should be a learning experience why we've never had her on before. Because I'm a sarcastic asshole? Look at you. This is my level. This is you right here. Fucking loud! Look I've told at you. you this Look for at it. Ten years. You're the loudest motherfucker on this planet. Yes, I have a very projected voice. Case in point. Remember that wedding that we were at together? Hey, can you get on the microphone and tell people to get out of here? I didn't even need the microphone. I literally... Everybody get the fuck out! Oh no, I was like very professional about it. Like I yelled throughout the entire room to the point where after I was done yelling. Literally, the event staff was clapping. They're like, thank you, thank you, thank you. Like, you didn't need a microphone. I'm like, no, I'm loud as fuck. Like, I don't need a microphone. Like, half the time, I, I, I don't even know why I use a microphone. I could just yell if I need to. Yeah. My voice, me. Yeah, my voice projects. It's a, it's, a, it's, it's a gift. It's also a curse. <laughs> it's also a curse. Very, very bad curse. That's going to do it for this week's episode. We do want to thank my wife uh, for joining us this week. Maybe you'll join us next week. For Yay. Yay. Next week will be our anniversary as well. So it will be our nine-year anniversary, eight years of marriage. Dear yes. God. Next week. Next week. Why are you looking at me like, no? No? Are you freaking kidding me? Next Friday. No, the tenth. What is wrong with you? The tenth. Lots of things. <laughs> A lot of I'm things. not married to you. <laughs> yeah, I know. Practically. Practically. You're like a you're like the a whole son. reason I started talking into this microphone was just because you were on the phone call and I just wanted to talk to you. Let's, yes. Well that's very true. I, I moved you know, the microphone people... closer to her face so we could actually hear her and she backed up. PTSD. You think it <laughs> waved in my face? I'm not used to it. <laughs> My God! <laughs> what the fuck? All right, that's gonna do it for this week's episode. Yeah, she's not Happy... used to anything that big in her face. Yeah. <laughs> Happy right, WrestleMania, right. everybody! Have a great weekend. <laughs>